There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio Studios in Toronto with Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle. Welcome to the show, my friends, and good evening. Indeed, it is a new year, 2022. Happy New Year to you. Uh, it's amazing. It, the calendar turns and the phone rings. Yeah. People woke up and said, got to make some changes to my portfolio. It's going to call the Wolf on Bay Street. A lot of calls, a lot of uh, interest. It's incredible. Last year was up 19%. Remarkable results nonetheless. You know, here we are, uh, market at an all-time high. Who would have thought? Uh, all that easy money, uh, stimulus, reopening of the economy, uh, thinking differently, working differently, living differently, uh, and lots of inflation out there. Just It's an incredible backdrop, but in the back of many people's minds, as the year has begun on a bit of a weak footing, uh, is this the top and is it time to get defensive? Uh, is there ways of looking for alternative investments? And, and that is a posing question. I, we're getting clients calling us and saying, hey, I got some new money. I'm afraid of the market. Um, I don't want market exposure, but I still want to make a return. So they sort of want to have their cake and eat it. But uh, fortunate for myself and fortunate for our clients, I uh, was out for dinner uh, with a colleague, France, Frank Sauvé. And I said, Frank, what, uh, what are you doing in the, in the market these days? And uh, he spoke about structured notes. Um, Guaranteed investment certificates and the likes. Uh, what is the original name for the product, uh, Mr. Corey Brewster, uh, who I'm going to introduce in a moment? Structured products. Generally. Structured products. It, because I remember back in the 80s, what was the product called when it first came? My parents went down to the bank and bought uh, <laughs> I thought, was it. Was not called a guaranteed index linked? It was guaranteed index linked note. That, that, that's the term that I am familiar with. Anyways, without further ado, uh, a new friend of mine uh, from the National Bank, uh, Mr. Corey Brewster, uh, CFA, uh, Director of Structured Solutions Group at the National Bank. Um, Corey is a financial engineer, I shall say, or his department are financial engineers. And so your last name is very appropriate, I must say, my friend, because you're brewing up product. Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> I like that. You're the, brew, you're the, you're the brewmeister on Bay Street. Well, you are. So, so let us begin the discussion. A um, number of clients have, have, have expressed some interest in finding an alternative solution that gives them downside protection, but still allows them to generate a reasonable rate of return uh, over time. And fortunately, you know, I'm becoming educated in your space, and I'm quite intrigued by it. So, uh, I want you to speak us to us in, in a very simplistic manner. Um, what are structured notes? How do they work? What are the guarantees? What type of an investor are they most appropriate for, Corey? Great. So we have two broad categories. One of them is fully protected, and that's probably what you were talking about with your parents going down to the bank branch. Those are called TPNs or principal protected products, principal protected notes. Right now, we call them flex GICs. Those are investments where you get the upside of the equity market, but you know that if things don't work out well, no matter what happens at maturity, your principal is fully protected. You put in $100 at maturity, you get back at least your $100. Those are protected products. Those are for clients that are very conservative or they've been buying GACs and now they see the GAC rates at 1% and 2%. They're not that happy with that. They want more upside potential, but they still want to know the safety of there's no potential for losing their money. 
The other broad category is non-prison protected notes. And that's what we sell the most volume in. It's probably 90% of our total sales now. So it's the vast majority. And those ones are for people that are looking for a little bit more upside. You can have returns in the 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12% range. At the same time, we still have some level of principal protection, but it's not full principal protection. So your downside protection on those products could be as low as 20% or maybe up to 30, 40, 50% protection. And people been, that's been extremely popular, especially in the last two years, as interest rates have come down and people looking to generate income in their portfolios, as I said, 5, 6, up to 12% return with some downside protection. Those have been very, very popular. Uh, some of the ones we have right now generate an income on a monthly basis, which has been a big success. People really like the um, instant gratification and seeing money constantly flowing into their accounts. What type of income uh, can the products generate that are being created right now? Um, based on what underlying you like, we can go from broad categories, something like the Canadian market. Canadian market, TSX 60, or you can go S&P 500 for the broad market, you're probably in the 5 6% return area. But if you go into maybe Canadian banks or American banks sectors, you can go into the 6 7 8% rate, rate of returns. We can even have things like linked to individual names like Shopify or Apple or different individual companies that people like, and then you can maybe get into the 10 12% rate of return. I remember one that was extremely popular about a year ago. It was linked to Tesla stock, and the rate of return was 22% per year, but paid on a monthly basis, and the downside protection was minus 45%. So that one worked out really well. If you're just tuning into the show, it is the show about money. I am Wolfgang Klein. It's called Hi-Fi Radio each and every Saturday right here on Global News 640 Toronto. And Corey Brewster, uh, pleasure to have him on the show. He's the director of Structured Solution Group at the National Bank. Uh, this is a very interesting category. Uh, it's a category that I think is getting a lot more interest as markets continue to push higher and individuals who are concerned that the potential of the market pulling back could affect their overall net wealth and they're looking for some type of protection or a safer way to generate a rate of return. Um, Corey, I have to say, when I began digging through Bay Street's offerings on various protected nodes, structured products, uh, each of the big six banks is producing product, and there really is a plethora of product coming to market each and every week. Um, again, I want to explain to the audience, I want you better to explain to the audience um, the underlying, what exactly are they buying when they invest in these various products? Because like, there are so many different flavors available. And uh, so, so why don't we give us an example perhaps of some of the bank notes that you have created. What's inside the product? What are they truly investing in? And, and then let's go through the terms in a little bit more specifics, the seven-year hold, how much uh, the, the risk of the market, how that could affect their overall return and the income that they're generating. No problem. So all structured products are debt instruments based on the issuer you're buying from. If you're buying from National Bank, it's National Bank debt instrument. What the client is really buying or the investor is really buying is a formula. It's a debt security with a formula. The formula is telling you, if this happens, you get that. And pretty much you can think of it as a, if you think of a GIC, when you go to the bank branch, you buy a GIC, you know that for the next five years, you get a 1% or 1% return per year, and you get a coupon of 1%. At the end of five years, you get your money back. 
With this, you're, you're buying a formula as well. We're, we're going to say that if under these certain circumstances, this is the coupon rate you're going to get. I'll give you one example. We have a note right now linked to the Canadian Bank Index. It gives you a 5.04% coupon paid on a monthly basis as long as the Canadian Bank Index is not down more than 30% from the starting value. So that means that on a monthly basis, we check the value of the index, and let's say the index started at 100, we check each month as long as it's above 70, which is 30% down from the starting level of 100, as long as you're above 70, on a monthly basis, you'd be getting a return of 5.04% per year paid on a monthly basis. Every, every valuation is an independent event, means that if you miss one month coupon, it doesn't affect the other months. Everyone is an independent event. So you can get a lot of them. You may miss a couple, but you continue to get the rest in the future. Everyone is independent. And again, at maturity, if it goes the full term, many of our products are seven-year term to maturity, but they're callable. So sometimes when people hear seven years, they get a little intimidated. They think, oh, my goodness, I'm 85 years old, seven more years, I'm going to be you know, 92, let's say. But our products are callable. So they have a, a call feature built in, and the feature is it's not at the discretion of National Bank, but it's a formula. Again, the formula may be if the underlying index is up 5%, the product gets called away. So a lot of times, investors have a term to maturity of seven years in total, but their product could be called back in as little as six months or maybe a year or 18 months into the product, it gets called away. They got their coupons along the way, and the product gets called back by the bank. So, so, go ahead. Yeah, no. So again, I just want to repeat the product because there's a lot of moving parts to it. it it's, it's a structured note. Um, it, it, it is based on the Canadian Bank Index. So again, the Canadian Bank Index. Yeah. So Canadian banks, and guess what, friends? There's only six of them. National Bank's one of them. So yeah. go up and down in value. Uh, that that could affect the value of your investment, but only to the point were that those banks fall in value by more than 30%. And that would be a big pullback, but it does happen periodically. We saw it in the financial crisis. We saw it during the COVID lockdown. So it does happen periodically. But the Canadian banks currently are trading at all-time highs. And I'm going to say, listeners, we're going to be having Scott Chan on, our bank analyst, and he just threw some, or Jack just gave me some data points to help set up the set the table for the discussion. And the Canadian banks have outperformed the TSX, I think, for the last three decades. So uh, over a seven-year period, the probability of the Canadian bank index being down 30% is low. I would say it's probably... Oh, the probability of it falling below 30% in a seven-year period, probably 15%, 85% chance it doesn't. You could just unfortunately hit some bad luck where the index uh, grinds higher and then in the seventh year you had a bad event. But the index doesn't tend to grind higher. It tends to go up about 6, 7, 8, 9%. So if it were to go up, simple math, you know, 8% a year for six years and then pull back 30%, you'd still be okay because you'd be well above that that threshold. But friends, the, the, the issue is so you're going to get paid your coupon of 5% as long as the bank index has not fallen more than 30%. And as long as it hasn't fallen more than 30% at in seven years, you get your money back. But the one issue with this particular series of notes is that if the index falls 31% and stays, you lose 31% of your capital at maturity, correct? That is correct. That is at maturity, 
And that is assuming that over the seven years, after all those monthly call opportunities, you never got called. So because of the call feature, the chance of being called is very high. On, on average, our notes last about one to two years on average. A lot of them get called in six months. Some go a little longer, two years, two and a bit, sometimes. But going seven years is very unlikely. But in, in some scenario, let's just say it goes a full seven years, never got called. Banks index, the bank index is down more than 30%. Let's say it's down 32%. Yes, you would lose 32% of your principal. If you put in $100, you'd get back 68 at maturity, and you would have hopefully received some coupons along the way as well to cushion your loss. But that Correct. is that is a maturity barrier. So, at, below minus thirty, minus thirty point zero, minus thirty point one, you're down minus thirty point one at maturity only. It doesn't matter what happens in between, but only at maturity in seven years if it never gets called. Correct. Now, you have another product I want to talk about. Uh, we're going to go to a quick great break. But we're talking about protecting your money right now, friends. Uh, if you're retired, if you're concerned about markets being a little frothy, you want downside protection, you want to pay attention to our uh, next segment. Again, we're going to continue the discussion with Mr. Corey Brewster. He is with the National Bank. He's the director of Structured Solutions, Structured Products, Principal Protected Notes, uh, and the likes. And there's a lot of different variances. So it requires ongoing due diligence by your financial advisor. And if you're looking for a great financial advisor, look no further. Sci-Fi Radio, Global News 640 in Toronto. Money. Let's take a break. But after, Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. When it goes down in circles. There you go. It is Saturday, my friends. A little funk for you. Love it, tune. Indeed. Up in the sky is where the market is right now. Will it go down in circles? That is the question. Indeed, a little downward spiral action. I don't think so, but the market certainly is poised to pull back. Uh, Martin Reberge, um, uh, excuse me, uh, Javid Mirza, our, our, our chief technical analyst at Canaccord, uh, is expecting what's called a four-year market cycle reset where the market moves up over a four-year cycle period and every four years it has to reset the deck so to speak and have a little pullback shake a few people out and then ultimately go higher and again the general thesis uh, at Canaccord uh, and I know for a few of the big six banks are the next seven eight years for this market is going to be significantly higher uh, but it won't be in a straight line and if you're concerned with that uh, there are some solutions uh, interest rates are zero so you, good luck with the GIC refugee. Uh, that's not the place to be. Uh, but you want to remain conservative, try to get a little bit more return. Structured product, uh, I think, is a really good discussion that you want to have. It may not be the right product for you, but it's certainly worth uh, the due diligence. And if you want to do the due diligence, your advisor should be doing that for you. And if, you're, if they're not, you don't have the right advisor. Uh, Jack and I, we have our... Uh, ear to the pavement on Bay Street and uh, always looking for new means of protecting our clients and building wealth with our clients. And this category of structured products is uh, for both, I shall say, the rich and the poor. And that's what's incredible about it. Uh, a friend of mine, his name is Charlie Spearing. He founded Wellington West. Um, he goes after the ultra rich. He continues to be an advisor, but also a, an owner in this industry. Uh, he, can, he services the ultra rich and he services them with 
you're rich, you want to remain rich, but you want to try to beat inflation and taxes, protect your money, but participate in some of the upside. And he, he does a lot of structured business. Otherwise, people like my parents who were immigrants to the country, they you know, worked so hard for a nickel, saved the nickel, and wanted to protect it, but grow it a little bit. So they tried the structured product route. It didn't work out for them, but it was not a small, a large investment. And just the timing was off a little bit, but they got their money back at least, which was their objective, uh, right? Protect your money, protect your money. Don't lose your money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. It's very important in the world of investing. Uh, Corey Brewster, aka the Brewmeister, I call him that because, well, Corey operates in, in, in a world of finance that's called financial engineering. They create investment solutions with good old investments. Uh, I'm a blue chip kind of a guy. I like to own pieces of business. But there is an option market. There is a bond market. And they're, they're able to operate like chef de cuisines. I'm a foodie. And create product. Uh, so his last name is Brewster. I'm going to call him the Brewmeister because he's brewing product. I can actually go to Corey and, and have him brew a particular brew for my business. I can say, Corey, uh, here's a million dollars. I want to take 2% of my business and I want to protect it but have some upside potential. Um, he can do that for me. But Corey, the product that you mentioned to me uh, off air um, was, I think, with the, uh, with the Canadian telecoms and perhaps some of the Canadian banks put together, which gave clients no coupon. It was, it was all growth, all equity, but it gave them 100% downside protection. It was a seven-year note, I believe. Um, and they were able to participate in 125% of the upside. Can you talk about that product? Sure. Thank you. That's perfect. Yeah, it's exactly the way you describe it. For the ultra-rich ultra or people that work super hard for the money and can't afford or don't want to lose a penny, so they have full principal protection of any investment they make. They put in 100000 or a million or $20 million, doesn't matter. At maturity, they know for sure they will never get back less than what they started with. That's the one part. The other part of it is, is they have upside participation with the equity markets. The one in particular that I mentioned to you is linked to the Canadian banks, Canadian insurance companies, Canadian pipelines, and Canadian telecom companies. The seven-year term... And as much as that index of those four different indices rises over the next seven years, you get 125% participation rate on that performance. For example, if that index or that portfolio goes up by 10%, your return will be 12.5%. If it went up 20%, you would have a 25% return. If it went up 100%, you would have 125% rate of return. There is no cap on the upside. As much as that index grows over the next seven years, you multiply that by 125%, and that would be the return on your investment. And on the flip side, if that index or that portfolio goes down 20%, you still get back all of the money you invested initially. So there's no risk of your capital, and you have all the upside. Very attractive product. So again, the you're getting a leveraged position. You're getting more than the market move. If, if the market is up 10%, you're going to actually receive a 12.5% return. That's unbelievable. With no downs, that almost seems too good to be true. Again, so Corey, I want you to explain to the listener, how is this possible? Uh, explain to them the instruments that are inside that uh, instrument to, to make this so. In other words, the options in it, the strip bond in it, the calls and the puts. It's a little complicated, but it's quite fascinating. It's again, it's something that you and I really at Friends 
couldn't do well at home. I could do it on my own, but it'd be like a hack. Uh, the, the bank has such uh, expertise with their trading desk that they can do this type of financial engineering with finesse. So can you please speak about the underlying inside uh, the product? No problem. Perfect. So what we're doing, all of these products, the base investment is a strip bond. A strip bond is a zero coupon bond. You're buying it at a discount today, and you know that in seven years' time, it's going to mature at 100. And that's what's providing you with your principal protection. Let's give a rough example. Let's just say uh, National Bank credit for seven years yields 1.5% per year. So if we're buying that bond at a discount, let's round it off and say we're buying that strip bond for 89 cents on the dollar today. And we know that that 89 cents is going to mature at 100 cents on the dollar in seven years' time. So we know the principal is protected. Now, with that, that discount, we have some money left over. The investor put in $100. We use 89 cents or $89 to mature at 100. We have, a, we have $11 left over, the discount amount. With the discount amount, what we're doing is we're buying an option strategy. In this case, we're buying call options on all those four different indices. The value that the call options increases by is what's providing our upside return. But if the market goes down or those indices go down, those call options will be worth zero. But the strip bond still that we bought at 89 cents on the dollar matures at 100. So we know your principal is fully protected. Why people can't do it so easy on their own is option market in Canada especially is not very liquid. You can't get a specific seven-year term. You can't buy it on all those different indices you want. So we, because our desk has the expertise and the ability to source as much anything we want and create whatever we want, we can make those options available. But buying on the market, on the option market yourself, not really possible to to get such a specific deal and that's how we again I, I don't want to lose the audience with with the technicalities but at the same time part of this show is a workshop for jack and i where we ask you questions we learn and then we uh, take our knowledge and apply it so it's a workshop for us uh, as much as hopefully an educational experience for our nine thousand listeners at home right here right now um corey when you're so therefore it's a seven-year product, but are, are you doing all of the financial e engineering on day one and then never touching the product again at the bank level? In other words, are you going on and, and creating these leaps and finding counterparty to take on the leaps at the uh, on the call side of things? A leap, by the way, friends, is a long-dated call. Calls tend to uh, calls and puts, which are options, option to buy, option to sell. They tend to be uh, what one year or less in duration beyond that, and they call them leaps. So anything over five years might be a leap. I don't know. Uh, you, you, you can uh, correct me on all that stuff, Corey. You're the expert. No problem. Yeah. We don't source it out to anyone else. We do keep all of this stuff in-house at National Bank. Different banks do different things with their positions, but National Bank, we do keep it all in-house. Um, so we, we run it through our models, and we know what all these different options will be worth, and we put a value on that, and that's how we come up with what the terms will be. Based on the volatility of the underlying, if the underlying is very volatile, the participation rate will be lower and if things are less volatile, the participation rate will be higher. So that's how it works for the option because when the underlying is more... But, but, but Corey, no, sorry, Corey, again, I, I, apologize. I, just wanna, I wanna understand this. You're going out and buying options, option to buy more of the existing stock that's in the portfolio. So you, you have an option to buy, let's say more Royal Bank um, at a set price and as Royal Bank goes up, the option value goes up. But that's for a seven year term. So if you're buying these options, someone has to be selling them to you. Uh, is the National Bank taking both sides of the trade? Yeah, we're, we're not really buying the options from anyone. We just know we run it through our models and we say, this is what this option is worth. And oh, ha. Huh. 
Right. We're determining what we know, where options make, where market makers and all of these products and all of the options and all the ETFs. That's all the stuff, the different trading that's within National Bank too. So we know what the value of all these different options would be. Some banks, another bank could be buying it from someone else. That is an option as well. That's a choice they can make, but we don't necessarily do that. Maybe a little bit of our book, but not most of it. Most of it we just keep in mind. You know, again, I go back to if there's anyone at home who is, is intrigued by this conversation about protecting your money but still getting upside. And again, if you have a sizable amount of money, say a half a million, a million, 10 million, give us a call. We can certainly uh, get a hold of Corey and have him create uh, a customized product for you. Uh, if sleep factor is important to you, this may be a perfect solution, but you're concerned with inflation, you still want to make some money. I think this could be an alternative to a core portfolio of blue chip names, which is what Jack and I spend much of our time on. Uh, Jack, do you want to uh, do a little Q&A with Corey yourself? I'm sure you got a few questions up your sleeve for him. Yeah, sure, Corey. Looking back at the talking about risk and managing risk and, and doing our due diligence, talk about the, the credit risk that's involved with this, because National Bank is creating the product, they're pricing the product. Looking back at the great financial crisis, there's a lot of counterparty risk. So can you maybe speak to that, especially for a, a high net worth investor? Great question. So all, all sorts of products are debt securities, debt instruments from the issuer. Um, that's what I was mentioning before, that National Bank doesn't outsource this stuff or sell to other counterparties. So the investor buying from us doesn't, doesn't have to worry about the other counterparty risk. All of the risk is only within National Bank's credit. So if you think National Bank is a good bank and you don't think National Bank is going to be bankrupt in, before your product matures, that's the only thing you have to worry about. Um, it's all a formula. It's National Bank credit. I mean, we all know, you know, the big six banks in Canada are all called SIFI, significantly system, systemically important financial institutions, means that the Canadian government recognizes that if National Bank or Royal Bank or Bank of Montreal was to fail, it would significantly impact the Canadian economy. So we're held to very high standards in terms of capital reserves and how we conduct our business. So I would say I, I wouldn't lose any sleep about that, but it, it is the credit risk of National Bank. Good. And then the other question I would have for you, just the, the liquidity of this. So we've talked about, you know, the call option, which is uh, at least six months out, and then the maturity date of these guarantees, which is uh, maturity is, I think, seven years on a lot of the the terms. Um, how about in between? What what are the investors' options if, say, they want to, to sell this product? Yes, there is daily liquidity on FundServe, which is a, a mutual fund system for entering trades. Daily liquidity you can get out at any point. A lot of times people don't sell, I mean, maybe for the protected products, maybe people may want to sell. They don't want to wait the full seven years because it, nothing will happen until this product matures. But for the other ones I described earlier, which are callable, people don't really are not too active selling them because they know that chances are they're going to be called in six months to a year or maybe 18 months on average. So they just let it do its thing, and they know that they're most likely going to be getting their money back with way before the seven-year maturity comes up, comes along. I think that's the final thing. Two things to be concerned, friends, with the product. And Jack brought up a good point. If you need to raise cash and sell the product between now and seven years, can you? The answer is yes, but perhaps not at the most favorable pricing. So our view is if you're going to invest in something like this, you want to sort of have a mindset of a seven-year period. The issue, Corey also mentioned, is in fact, you likely won't hold it for seven years because if it goes up over 5%, they, the bank tends to take them away from you and sell you another one and reset the deck. Uh, both good and bad. Client make money, banks make money. Uh, 
it is what it is. Uh, Corey, uh, we're going to be doing some business with you. I can tell you that. I, I, I can't thank you enough for educating Jack and I on uh, the, the product category. Friends at home, big windfall. Don't know what to do with it. Uh, I think this is something you may want to speak to Jack and I about in more depth on a private conversation. We're happy to do that with you as well. Uh, Corey, we're going to bring you back on the air. Uh, I think there's a lot of interesting discussion that we can have to help you help our clients build wealth. Uh, Corey Brewster, uh, Director, Structured Solutions Group, National Bank. Real pleasure, my good friend. Uh, one of Canada's big six banks. Pleasure indeed. Uh, more Hi-Fi Radio, uh, Jack. And who's our next guest, Jack? We've got the strategist, Tony Dwyer, joining us, Well, Tony Dwyer! Oh, yeah, from New I'm York. I'm looking forward to that, indeed. Uh, it's going to be a great Saturday. My friends, you stay tuned. We'll show right after this. Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There must be someone up above saying, come on, Brittany. You got to come on up. You got to hold. My friends, you want to make money in the equity market, that's what you got to do. You got to be there. And unfortunately, that means you got to be there for the bad days too. Perhaps not fully loaded, but yeah, you got to be there. To expect to be only there for the sweet, sunny days, it doesn't happen. It can't happen and it won't happen. And if you think it will, well, I wish you well. Howard Marks uh, put out a great piece on YouTube. It's in Spanish. Uh, your software will convert it to, to English, but it is just absolutely outstanding. I encourage all of you to Google Howard Marks and listen to his excerpt on the markets. Uh, Tony Dwyer, uh, our chief, chief, chief strategist, uh, a guiding hand. Uh, always uh, a pleasure to have him on the show. Live from New York, Mr. Tony Dwyer. Uh, Happy New Year, my good friend. Welcome to 2022. We're off to a bit of a choppy start. Talk to me. Yep, and that's typically what I – and Happy New Year to you and the listeners, and Jack, of course. Um, so that – Wolfie, I think what you said was very important in that you don't always have to be fully loaded, but you have to be in. So we found that since 1980, any time that the S&P 500 has been up 25% or more, which it was, it was up uh, almost 27% in 2021 – when you close the year with that kind of gain, you typically open up the next year in a weaker fashion. Typically, um, there's a median decline below the year-end close of about 5% over the course of the next few weeks or months. So what's happening here is as ugly as it feels sometimes is, is pretty natural, normal, and healthy. It is. And so, again, you say, I heard you on the conference call uh, or your video clip. Uh, I love those video clips you said internally, Tony. They're, they're very timely and they're very personable. Uh, and they're to the point, like two, three minutes, you give me some good stuff. Uh, I've seen some academics speak for hours on end. And I walk out of the summer and say, what did they tell me? Not with you. Straight to the point. Very actionable um, and, and, and steady handed, I must say. Uh, but you mentioned the word 5%. And again, I say to myself, I say to Jack, and I say to you, the listener at home, is it worth getting cued over 5%? Uh, Alabama shanks, man, you got to hold on. Just just hold on. Just, just keep buying it. And in fact, that is the best thing to do. If nothing else, when the market's weak, don't fear. Just, just buy it and close your eyes for five years, six years, seven years. History tells you you're going to be okay. 
you know, in a probable fashion. And, uh, you know, I, I think, guys, we, we have to use that word a little more frequently because it is the, the operative phrase. It's all about probabilities. Tony, when you speak, you're data mining and you're just looking for the probable pattern for, for to give you some probable prediction. Well, it gives you an opportunity. To, it gives you the ability to not make a mistake when it's weak. So it's not that, you know, you go out and we're in a bull market, so you don't want to go out and sell just because you're going to get a 3 or 5% correction, Wolf, as you know. However, right. it doesn't mean you got to buy, you got to rush to buy before that happens. So what you do is you identify those periods. And here's the thing that's interesting. If you know it's coming, it doesn't panic you. The problem becomes when things are hot, everybody wants to go all in and buy, 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 buy. And then when things cool down and you have a correction that is actually very healthy for the long-term outlook of the market, you panic because you think it's going to get so much worse. If you expect it going into it, then you understand it and you don't react overly react to it. You know, the funny thing about that, again, I, I, I like when you speak it and I also think at the same time, uh, I expected this pullback about nine months ago. <laughs> so you, well, we I think one. you appreciate my point. I, I, and there's individuals out there who always expected. There are people who live life with the glass half empty. Uh, and so they're always expecting the market to pull back. So again, you, you say, you know, if you know what's coming, no one does know that it's coming. You're data driven, Tony, not, not feeling driven. Yeah, and I, I think that's such an important point. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Wolf. Um, I, it's such an important point because there are perma bears out there. And for the life of me, I don't know how you wake up with a cup half empty. <laughs> it's brutal, right? So the only <laughs> times that we really kind of give a heads up that a correction may be coming is when there's really data to back it up. And again, since 1980, we haven't found a time. Of course, history doesn't have to repeat itself. Um, but since 1980, there hasn't been a time where you didn't have an early year drop following a gain of more than 25% in the S&P 500. So that, again, if you expect that, you don't look at the TV, turn on the TV or listen to the commentary and say, oh my God, the market's falling apart. Some stocks got to levels they never should have been at full stop, right? Now they're pulling back more than the market. And that's why you need to find, I believe you need a financial advisor to kind of push and pull so that you can understand which areas of the market you might want to be in. I, 100%. You know, a, a great quote I just picked up was that history does change. People don't, nor do their actions. And that's exactly what you're talking about, Tony. Uh, let's go to a quick break. You're right back to our chief strategist, Mr. Tony Dwyer, live from New York. New York, New York. He's such a great friend, such a smart man. Very helpful for the Wolf on Bay Street cause. Our cause is to help you build wealth. Stay tuned. Listen, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, money. more money talk. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Greatest city on earth. Tony Dwyer, greatest strategist on earth from Wall Street. Works for Canaccord. Very close to Jack and I. If I need Tony, he's there for me. He's so helpful. I'm so lucky, and so are my clients, uh, that we have access to such talent. Uh, of course, we're talking about the market. We're talking about 2022. We're off to a bit of a choppy start. 
Jack, look, you set up the interview. I don't want to take the mic entirely away from you. So uh, I'm going to throw it to you, uh, Pepper Tony, with a few questions and stuff that's gone in your mind that has you a little bit concerned and look for more opportunities. Sure. Thanks, Wolf. And thanks, Tony, for joining us. Um, talk to us about the Omicron variant, uh, Tony. What do you see? Uh, up here in Ontario, we're locked down again. Hockey's canceled. People are miserable. But the market <laughs> looks like it's going higher with the economically sensitive uh, trade. So can you maybe speak to that a little bit? Yep. First, um, and, and uh, Happy New Year, Jack. Doesn't it make you just want to kick your leg higher and grab two people and go arm in arm when you hear that song? Crazy how, how that all It's always, a great song. It's a great song. So anyway, Jack, to answer the question, the Omicron, Omicron variant, um, from the moment... It, let me put it in this framework because I the last thing I'm going to do is comment on a on a, a healthcare thing I don't understand. If you take it back to the great financial crisis, remember the whole banking system melted down, and then there was an echo of that in 2010 and another echo of that in 2011. And each time you got an echo of it, it had a lesser impact on the market hmm. because the impact was so dramatic up front. So it's a law of diminishing marginal utility. So the same hmm. thing is, I believe, happening in healthcare where we had the whole game shut down, had no idea what the Fed was going to do, had no idea what the economy was going to do. We had no idea even what it was in March of 2020. So now we know what it was. A good chunk of folks are vaccinated. Yes, we're shutting things down. Frankly, just about everybody I know has had it or has a family member that had it. And it's been uh, all except for one person who did get a little bit sick, but not not hospitalization sick. It's been more like a common cold than anything else. That's my own personal experience with it. So people in my circle are not shutting down their lives. They're playing smart. They're doing what you're supposed to do, the masks and all the stuff that we're told uh, makes sense to do. Um, but it isn't having that total shutdown of money movement and personal freedoms that it's had before. And, and how do you see that playing through the um, the Federal Reserve, the central bank in, in the U.S., and also inflation expectations then? So if the economy is not shutting down, uh, lots of money supply out there, do you see inflation persisting, or is that something that's uh, already peaked in terms of rate of change for us? Well, the economy is slowing down, Jack, for sure. With the, I mean, I can't say that it's accelerating because of the Omicron variant, but here's the thing that I find interesting. We're going into 2022. And we have inflation at one of the highest levels in 30 to 40 years. We, ha we have it there because we have a historic amount of money that was thrown at the market, right? We had a supply chain constraint like we've never seen before, as, as Wolfie would probably laugh. I'm waiting for my, my new snowmobile, which came without shocks. So it's sitting in the, <laughs> in the parking lot in the Adirondacks because the guy can't put it together without shocks. <laughs> oh, that's not helpful. That's that's why I'm a little bit bitter today. But anyway, net net. Um, so we had a supply chain constraint we've never seen before. We had money thrown at it like we've never seen before, and that created the inflation. And it it also like if you want to if you want to produce a snowmobile and get parts for it, you got to double order just so you get the amount that you need. So you've had this inventory buildup in production. You've had money excess money. And a supply chain constraint that created the inflation we're in. All of those things are going away in the next few months. Okay, the monetary stimulus is ending in the U.S. in March, according to what the Fed guided. They're actually going to start raising rates at some point, probably in the in the late spring into early summer. Frankly, I think it's a mistake, but that's what they're going to do. So you have less money availability, you have less supply chain constraints, 
and you have a depletion of inventories that were over ordered to get what they needed for Christmas this year or holidays this year. So the biggest risk in the middle of the year to me, guys, is totally counterintuitive to what everybody in the world is saying. I think it's the risk is going to be what if inflation expectations come down too fast? And truth be told, I know I'm on a rant here. No, it's good. Truth be told, even though the, the yields on the treasuries have gone up dramatically over the last three days, the inflation break-evens, which is the market saying what they think inflation is going to be, have come down dramatically over the last three days. Right. So the problem isn't going to be inflation. But what we have in 2022, I've called it since early December when we did our outlook, is a plus or minus market, a market where you want to attack excessive weakness and maybe fade and take a little bit of profit on excessive strength. Yeah, I think that's really what you were talking about at the beginning of the show there uh, with Wolf. Then, you know, when, when you have cash, you know. You're not trying to time the market, but you're just maybe looking for potentially a better entry point. You don't have to chase the highs and you don't have to get scared at the uh, the little market uh, fits that you see with the 5 to 10% corrections. Exactly. I don't think you have to do something by looking at the TV or listening to somebody that's emotional and taking action. This is a year to react to market influences versus try to predict them. Tony Dwyer, my friend, uh, it's going to be an interesting year, uh, I believe. Uh, second year of the presidential term. That'll certainly play in the market, I think, towards the second half of the year. Uh, I think Javid's work of the four-year cycle reset, your commentary bodes for, yeah, pullback time in and around the first quarter, the second quarter, second and a half of the year, uh, I think is where you're going to get the upside and hopefully finish the year. I think you're still in the camp that we're going to finish the year on a positive footing, correct? Correct. Correct. By a little bit. By a little bit. Well, a little bit is better than uh, nothing. My friends, I want to wish you a safe weekend. Tony Dwyer, live from New York. Uh, Did you buy it? Is it a Bombardier uh, Skidoo you bought, or is it another brand? Uh, It's a Skidoo. It is is a a Skidoo. And you got no shocks. Well, they're up here in Canada, buddy. Uh, They're in Quebec, probably. And, uh, well, they're probably going to stay there for a little while. (laughs) <laughs> don't be bitter be happy uh we'll, we'll take care of you don't worry we'll, we'll, you'll get your shocks you'll get your shocks uh maybe when the snow melts but you'll get your shocks uh jack thank you very much my friend great job with the show as always friends you stay safe please uh we'll speak with you next saturday right here on hi-fi radio global news 640 toronto You've been listening to Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, Portfolio Managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi-Fi Radio, for the love of money. We'll see you next week.